Nerds and losers, it is now time for your weekly podcast from the Naked Man. First, sitting to my left, he currently resides from Taipei and still insists Sucker Punch is a good movie. It's Ben! Sitting to my right, in between viewings of Blade, he occasionally goes out. It's Nathan! Try not to swear so fucking much this week. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Naked Men podcast. Ben is 30. We are both now mature adults in some weird way. And yeah, it's. I feel like 30 is one of the most socially um, important days. Uh, ages, I guess, because I think a lot of people have like expect expectations about being thirty for some reason. Like more, more than so when they're twenty or forty or something. I think it's like in a weird way. Yeah, so it felt a bit weird. Like I'm not gonna lie, I feel fine about it now. But like leading up to thirty, I was just like fucking shit. My life isn't anywhere where I wanted to be by thirty. Like I just, I just thought I'd be. In so many, I thought I'd be, I thought I'd be rich by thirty. <laughs> like, I thought I'd be like a quite successful writer by thirty. I thought I'd be at least like a, a good. I, I thought I'd at least be supporting myself through art by thirty, and I'm probably at least a couple of years away from that. Um, but leading up to it was that fucking shit, yeah. Uh, and but then once it happened, I was like, oh, it's just, uh, yeah, okay. Nothing really changes, like. Um... No. I think people people have expectations. They think that the twenties is you're not really an adult, and I think that's how people view it. You're still immature. That you're allowed yeah. to just go mental, and then for some reason society decides that when you turn thirty, it's time to decide that oh, you should have done more with your life, even though yeah, you spend, it's, it's a very big switch. Yeah, you're told that that in your twenties you're still a child, but then yeah. it really it really depends. Like um, a lot of artists don't do their best work until much later in their career. Oh yeah, no, no. like also like a lot of you know, the average age of actually becoming a writer is forty-five years old. It's like all right, exactly. fifteen years trying to be the average. I know, I know this thing, but yeah, it's like oh, I can, I've done some shit, but it's like oh, I kind of wish. I know basically everyone feels like this, but it's like kind of wish I did a bit, a bit, a bit more. We kind of wish I was a bit further down the totem pole, but it's all. It's all ego bollocks, you know. It's all like, yeah. oh, you know, comparing myself to other people or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. We can't all be Tom Holland. There's only one Spider-Man, and he, and he is the, the the greatest Spider-Man. Well, I don't know. There's three Spider-Man. Is he the best yeah. Spider-Man? I think he's the best Spider-Man. He's the best Spider-Man. Yeah, and they so. were all the other Spider-Men were already thirty before they started playing him. So. Exactly, exactly. You had um, Tobey Maguire. He's friends of Leonardo DiCaprio, so yeah, he's just hanging out with eighteen-year-olds. Hey, what yeah. a life! Why, why not? I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I, I find that kind of weird because really? yeah, because it, obviously it is weird. But like, I wouldn't want to. No shame to anyone who's like twenty. I wouldn't really want to hang out with 20-year-olds right now because that sounds yeah. awful. Because I feel like we'd have nothing to talk about. But, yeah, I'd much rather hang out with someone who's like 28 or 29 or something. It's like, oh, you have you have a certain level of something about you. You're not like a fucking just been a kid, you know? And I, yeah. I don't know how Leonardo got, and 
I don't know if Toby's like this as well. I don't know how he puts up with people who are like 25. When he's like 50, sorry, right? Mm. He wouldn't have wanted to fucking hang around me. 20 years, maybe. In my mind. 20 years, maybe. But like, I don't know, there is a certain level of respect that comes in like age, I think. There's a certain level of like, oh, you, you're fairly, you can, you can feel it. You, you, you lived a life, you've gone through some shit. I, even though I'm sure they're they're very very hot and their their shit is tight, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I just wonder why I have like that long of a conversation. Most most people who are like twenty, most people, you know, I'm sure there's like amazing prodigies, lovely people who are twenty right now. I'm being very ageist because. No, let's, let's um let's go in on this. If you're twenty right now, you don't know anything, and you're fucking stupid. You're 30. You pretend yeah. to know things, but you don't Yeah. We're 30. We're allowed to be brave. Let's be brave with our hot takes. If you're under 30, you are completely worthless right now. Yes. Now I am three days into being 30. If you're yeah. 29, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. If you're 29, 29 and under, you fucking suck. Hot so, takes. Hot takes. Hot takes and hot people. If you're under 30, just unsubscribe. Yeah, exactly. If you're under 30, we don't need you. We don't want you. We want old men ladies here and non-binary. Oh, yeah. We no. have to be inclusive because we're 30. We do. We, we do don't want to be boomers. We're not boomers. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're cool people. We're, we're, cool general, people. We're, we're, we're millennials, right? I'm pretty sure we're millennials. Yeah, why not? Let's let's yeah. say we're millennials. Yeah. Let, let's do it. Let's do it. So, um, Ben, I need to bring this up immediately with you. Um. Oh, a, gauntlet, a gauntlet was laid down. Yeah. Um, for you. It <laughs> went <laughs> <laughs> very quickly. Menace <laughs> picks up his phone and he is jumping straight on Google. I'm not doing anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar. You are a cheat. <laughs> you are a complete fraud of a man. Yeah. For anyone, uh, anyone who visits Ben on the Twitter, he is literally googling. <laughs> this doesn't count anymore. Our no, mutual, no, no. I'm mutual inspirational friend is going to be very upset yeah. with you. Is um. The funny thing is, I remember this like, like three hours ago, and I was like, "Yeah, hey, I'll, I'll do that." I just research him a bunch, and then twenty seconds later, because my ADD brain, I was like. I completely forgot about it. <laughs> well, that's not ADD anymore. That's actually just being old. Yeah. You mean. don't have ADD anymore. You have old man disease. Yeah, old, yeah Alzheimer's. So, um, yeah, now, I don't know whether to trust you because I've just visibly seen you pick up your phone right, and scramble right, to but Google. I, but I barely scrolled. I barely okay. scrolled. Okay, can you? This is not staring at a screen. <laughs> Such a cheat. This no longer counts. This is voided. <laughs> This is voided, but can you um, list the uh, the twelve members of the Akatsuki from? You know what's funny? Twitter. Google says there's twenty members. Well, I was only looking for the original twelve. All but, right. Uh, so, so he has just admitted to Google. <laughs> 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 this doesn't. This has been brutal, brutal. Yeah, 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 it's pretty, it was always going to go this way with me. Um, right, Itachi Uchiha. Right, Toby. Does that count? Sasori. Didari, I'm gonna get a lot of these pronunciations wrong. Didari, um, the shark fin dude, uh, Sas- Sasori, to say that. Um, hmm. Hmm. 
He's holding his phone up. <laughs> 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 I wrote, I wrote Shimori. Yeah. Obito Uchiha. We get, oh, no, I guess. That, uh, no, uh, there we go. You failed. Funny. You failed. Yeah. You missed Hida. You missed five. Zetsu. You missed mm-hmm. Conan. You missed Kakuzu. Yep, Conan O'Brien was there. Um, you missed Kabuto. Yeah. Um, and uh, you said Shark Guy, but his name is Kasami. Um, right. It's pain. So um, you googled it, and you still didn't even get half. Uh, I googled it and looked at it for three seconds. And also, these names are kind of hard to remember. Oh, so racist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> failure. So there we go. Um, to answer the oh, question yeah. from Twitter from um, at Ben Worrell, no, he cannot list all the Akatsuki. <laughs> I know, but who can? Smart people. You claim to be smart. I'm smart in other ways. I can tell you a lot about Game of Thrones houses. Does that make you smart? It, it makes me a virgin. That is, yeah, you're probably smarter if you're not distracted by pesky oh, 18-year-olds. That's just true. That's true. Um, ben, the Oscars happened. They did, and do you care? Not massively. Nothing really happened that was of interest. Other than Jamie Lee Curtis winning an Oscar. That was pretty great. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, who, uh, people, people like Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, yeah, it was... I didn't watch it. I, I didn't... I don't think I watched a lot of films. I used, there was a time in my life where I used to watch the Oscars like every year. And I used to try and... I used to watch a lot of the Oscar films before, if I could. Um, before the, the Oscars. I haven't really done that in the last couple of years. Uh, maybe it's because I'm a big sellout franchise boy now and I work out about Star Wars and, and Marvel. <laughs> but the, yeah, it, I mean, it's still an important landmark. I feel like I, the best thing about the Oscars, you learn about a lot of good things, a lot of things that are actually really great to watch. Uh, there is a lot of things I, that are still on my list. I think, honestly, out of the, uh, who was nominated for Best Picture? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. All quiet the... on the Western Front. Um, was Top Gun Maverick? Yeah, that was nominated. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, I Tar was probably nominated. It, uh, yeah. Um, the Banshee of Ishi Ramen, that Irish one with Colin Farrell. Yeah. Um, was probably some others. But no, I didn't really care. But uh, in, you, in, a, in a few days' time, there will be the uh, Rogue Opinions Oscars that go up. And uh, oh, yeah. more prestigious, better awards. Um, sure. Yeah. And so that was better than the Oscars. So the Oscars, it, the disappointing thing is that last year, obviously, the Oscars went hard with the controversy. Oh, yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. There was uh, the Will Smith slap, they had some other shit, yeah. That's yeah. it, yeah. It was thought about, for sure. It was just a bit boring this year because nothing, um, <laughs> nothing bad where, happened. Where was the slaps? Yeah, nothing bad happened. Yeah. yeah. You need, I don't know, who, who hosted the Oscars? It was like Jimmy Fallon, was it? Or no, it was Jimmy Kimmel. Or one of the Jimmy's. Yeah. yeah. Um, you need someone a little bit more controversial, even though um, they're great, the Jimmy's, they're great. But Chris Rock is going to bring something a little bit different to it. He's going to bring definitely a bit more flavor to like the actual proceedings. Yeah. And I think, like, I was going to ask you one of the questions. What made you care about actually watching the Oscars? And it's it's long. I think just bring someone a bit spicy every year. 
have Kevin Hart. I know he said some weird shit about gay people like two years ago, but like have have Ricky Gervais. Have, have some people who are actually going to make a funny ass show about it. They're going to take the piss out of the Oscars, but the Oscars is so serious. Like it, obviously, it's great about this amazing art, and it's about one of movies which are probably one of the most consumed pieces of art in the world, which is amazing. And who the fuck doesn't like movies? Um, but it gets so up its own ass. Like it's so Oscar's one of the most pretentious things I've ever seen. And that's why I've like never really hired anyone, like say like Ricky Gervais or David Chappelle, because they would just rip the fucking shit out of it. But I it's kind of what they need because if you don't really have a good sense of machinery about yourself. And you also probably really can't make that great art. Like, yeah. if you, or, or you're probably not, you should, if you don't have a, at least a somewhat a sense of humor about yourself and your life, learn to have one, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think, yeah, the Oscars should change their, the ways a little bit. Just make it a little bit more risky, a little bit more spicy. Because, like, all right, Will Smith slap the host. Honestly, who the fuck is? Like, honestly, who the fuck is? Like, uh, 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 oh, he was hurt for 10 minutes. Oh no. You know, like he got great material out of it. He got the, he was the most like posted about person for a night or he got, you know, I'm sure he got many, many lucrative things. Out of each other. Yeah. Your school would be a lot better if like had way more of viewership. If it became the new Super Bowl with like, Yossi has got 20 million viewers this time because I bet their numbers are pretty low. Yeah, no one watched it. So I have a, uh, a foolproof plan, which I'll show you to bet. Oh, yeah. This is how you save the Oscars. This is it. So Academy, I don't know who's in charge of the Academy, but white men everywhere. Um, yeah. Listen, listen up. This is what we do. This is what we do. Um, step one, limit the running time. Two and a half hours. Mm. That's it. That's, that's, that's the Oscars. Step two, no best actress, best actor nomination, just best. There's one. There's one <laughs> big fire. This is one big fire award. We get rid of the two categories. Not necessary anymore in this day and age. We just have True. one. Um, option two. We cut loads of categories that no one cares about. Best short film. Get the fuck out of here. That's for YouTube. We don't need you. We don't need to. Um, so you got best movie, best animated movie, best documentary, best written movie, uh, best supporting character, not actor. I want best written character. character. We are nominating characters at this point um, mm. for best support. You're, you're a bit part player. So let's nominate some characters, more writing, and then just best. Best actor. I don't think actress is really a word anymore. Yeah, true. Yeah, so we just go with just best. Just best. Best director best. is slotted in there somewhere um, as well. And yeah, just best. Best actor, best movie. We're out. There's like nine awards or whatever. That's fair. I mean, some people get me annoyed, but also it's like you can have an Oscars part two for people that really give a shit. And you can have that like the next day. But it's like the main event. Honestly, I'd make it a little bit more theatrical. Like I'd make it yeah. like a bit. I know they have like musical numbers and shit, but like something else with it. Like do, like, do some weird like stage play shit. Do some trippy visuals do some like musical performances with the, the soundtracks or, or something you can you can put on like a really amazing pieces of art i think we're on in in the middle of Oscars, yeah. and don't make it just fucking like sam smith singing no hate to sam smith but like it's just kind of boring to watch like yeah, we're, we're, 
it's not top of the pops 90s anymore i mean yeah, we, we can, we've moved on so th- that's how i would save it anyway and um yeah, I don't really like the red carpet thing anymore. I think the red carpet's outdated. Less, I think you're right. Glam it up a bit. Let's mm. get a red carpet. Now it's gold carpet. Why is it red? Know, like yeah, why is red? Fucking like 1920s or something. <laughs> so I think the Oscars is dated. It's boring. It's really long. Um, I think they um, everything everywhere all at once is a was a great movie. I do yeah. feel like it only one to a start to appease people a little bit. I think if they gave it to like All Quiet on the Western Front or something, which is a great movie, everyone would have been like, "Oh my god, that's so Oscary!" And yeah, yeah, they're yeah, trying to right. get away uh, from it. Yeah, yeah, I like the way all would be like super Oscary, but like I am glad. Uh, I really enjoyed every everything all at once. It didn't. I don't think it's like a ten out of ten film, but I think it's a really, really, really good film. Um, the emotion. I think the creativity and like the it's really enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Like it, the it, it, the pace is really good for the most part. The emotional core of it didn't really hit me like either times, and I watched it twice. And but it's like super fucking creative. Like I feel like it's very similar in a way to like Into the Spider Verse, which is a weird comparison to make. I know, but like that film is so creative, and so is this one. But the the core of like say like Into the Spider Verse like kind of hit me a little bit harder. Where maybe it's me being a dummy. But I was like, oh, th- that's a really good thing. And then they change it a little bit and then change it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so, but I, I do think it absolutely deserves to win. Like, the, the Michelle Yeoh is fucking phenomenal in that film. And I do really love the short round going on to be honest. Like, yeah. I know, I can't remember the actor's name, sorry. But, you know, that's cool. I'm glad he was, like, rejected. For, I'm not going to be rejected, but it's a nice story. Everyone loves a comeback, right? So it's a really cool story that he was beyond like 15 kind of not really casting anything and then oh beyond beyond 20 not really casting anything. and then he comes back as waymond everyone loves waymond he does, he does an amazing performance he's like this lovable kind of goofy husband who doesn't seem to have like that much self-worth but he's also like this badass kind of agent who from the multi-worth it's a great character um and also uh brendan fraser like the a hero from our childhood who was in like mummy Joy of the Jungle, which is one of the best films I've ever seen. And it's great to see him back because, like, he uh, he stepped out of the limelight, stepped out of being an actor because of like really kind of horrible things. Like he was was abused, and like he and he didn't feel comfortable with or safe being an actor anymore. And then years later, because everyone loved him, it was one of those things like, what the fuck happened to Brendan Fraser? Like years and years, it was like the most. Of those examples, Brendan Fraser was probably the top because everyone from our generation knew him as like the biggest action Hollywood star, right? And then to come back and win a fucking Oscar, that's great. I don't know, I haven't, I've yet to see The Whale. I'm definitely going to see it. But uh, I loved, I really did like it. it was the year of the comeback, year of the, like, maybe the the movie industry, these people have done a bit wrong, but they've done great work. So here you go. That was my favorite thing about, about the year. And also... It was like they had, they had a bunch of like really heartfelt moments of like uh, actors meeting. Like, like those are good moments in Indian uh, Harris Ford and the guy who played short round. Who I should really know his name. Was it Key but, um, Quinn or something like that, isn't it? Let's go with that. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So, so it was it was it was a nice year for the Oscars for sure. I don't think it's going to be like one of the super memorable ones, but yeah, it was it was good. Like I feel. Had some goodwill, did, did some good things. 
Yeah, Top Gun Maverick should have won though. You know, I've I'm yet to see all of Top Gun Maverick. I've seen the first like fifty minutes of it, and I stopped watching it. <laughs> but I will watch it all of it. I I enjoyed what I saw, but Amazon Prime is really weird because they made it available for a bit, and then like three days later, when I went back to watch the rest of it, it was like not available. It's like, oh, um, I'm not going to pay for movies unless I go to. Um, so next year when the Oscars come back. Yeah. With you and me hosting. Very much. What, what would you want to win next year? What kind of film would you want to win next year? Well, look, we've had... I don't want to see anything with a multiverse for the next kind yeah. of four years. Because um, sure. that's the only thing that exists at the moment. We've had superhero movies. They're starting to fade. So now it's multiverse movies. So let's get rid of them a little bit um so what do we i think i think it's time for a good horror movie horror movies never get mm. Oscar nominated because sure. old white men their hearts are weak <laughs> the academy can't watch horror movies mm. um so i'd like a great but the thing is it's not going to happen because none of them really ever have the writing I means james one looked like he was going to make some great stuff but that started to fall away a little bit so i'd like a horror movie to win to win the oscars um yeah, that would be nice. Nothing war. I don't want war. No yeah. multiverses. Um, maybe sci-fi. Something sci-fi would be nice. Yeah, right. I sound really sci-fi. Would be really cool. Uh, yeah, I, I agree because I love, I love a re. I'm very picky in horror movies, but I also when they're good, I fucking jizz the shit out. I tell everyone about like uh, with uh, Don't Breathe. I remember loving Don't Breathe, and that one was okay. Great. Like, Great movie. The first time I've ever is a great movie. And Green Room. I fucking love Green Room. Yeah. Um, um, so and I, I tell, when, when I see the world, I, tell, I tell everyone I can about it. But it's, it's a bit harder of horror movies, I think. The only could because there's a certain style of like, writing that does attribute to Oscar movies. There are things like All Quiet in the Western Front or... I don't know, like Hurt Locker, things like that. Yeah. They tend to do well. Yeah. It needs it needs to be like about something really serious. It needs to be something about really like all oh, these are human issues or is it as this or you know like the Danish girl or something. They, they they need to be about very very kind of serious human things, which us horror in general is more about kind of like. There's yeah, a lot of arrogant. Um like allegories in horror movies a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. Like the Babadook, sure. which is basically just about grief and being a horrific mother mm. um which she really got away with at the end even though she tried to kill her kid mm. <laughs> problematic there <laughs> is but like maybe it's not obvious enough to know it's about a deeper thing some people oh, i so think you're saying that... like old white men are stupid yeah essentially uh, and i'm gonna be one i'm gonna be the dumbest one when i get in i think patrick years. wilson will um he will he will elevate horror to a new level now that he's stepping into the director's chair for in the next insidious movies um so let's hope he does that and recovers from moonfall which is a fucking horrible movie <laughs> stupid role in emmerich we need to stop making stupid disaster movies <laughs> yeah I, I i'm never gonna see moonfall ever oh it's yes, real uh, bad I'd it's love not even horror movies. fun really yeah it's just ridiculous and that has a uh, sam game of thrones in it that's all yeah that'd be nice i don't i think because i think maybe the oscars this year is showing that they're finally going to branch out away from 
only liking things about war or Hollywood or severe depression mm. um, into sort of fun stuff. So yeah, let's have let's have some more fun. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about a rare misstep for Mr. Dwayne Johnson. Mm. I feel like he has slipped a little bit. He was once upon a time a few years ago, someone described him as a franchise Viagra. Yeah. Is he framing a movie? Off that movie goes, number one at the box office. Black Adam was um, objectively fine. It was fine. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I think 15 years ago, like 2004, would be like, oh, this is a really good superhero movie. Now it's just like, it's fine. (laughs) I enjoyed it. I went with a date and like we kind of just laughed at it about like how all the dumb parts about it. And I don't want those movies to stop coming out. Those movies are fun. It was fun to watch Morbius, fun to watch The Room, fun to watch Black Adam, yeah? So, but it's not, it was never like, oh, it's going to make so much money, it's going to make, have like four sequels, because the movie just wasn't there. It just wasn't as good as you want it to be, right? No. And now, oh, Dwayne, Dwayne's saying he refused to be in Shazam Purity Gods, and he refused Shazam to have a cameo in that film. Yeah. Which, for comic nerds like me, little dweeb guys like me, that makes the most sense because Black Adam is Shazam's phone. But yeah, recently, after coincidentally, after Dwayne The Rock Johnson was cast as Black Adam, Black Adam's had a bit more of a hero role. Look at that, how that yeah, works. Yeah. <laughs> it's just stupid though because um, like this DC, these D next DC movies that are coming out, they're already mm. going to struggle because they've already been filmed, yeah. and we know for a fact that none of them other than potentially the flash mean a com- at anything and our stupid little monkey yeah, brains yeah. have been trained to think that all these superhero movies are in a connected universe they all matter so you have to watch them all but then it's like well james gunn's come in you know the cameo at the end of black adam with superman now has no meaning to anything black yeah. adam has already been said he's not coming back for ages so that has no meaning to anything and neither did the justice society <laughs> um, and then shazam is coming out which is features aquaman apparently that who potentially doesn't mean anything the flash yeah. potentially doesn't mean anything wonder woman probably isn't coming back so it was already going to struggle and then you take dwayne the rock johnson out of it um, mm. because he doesn't want to be there because he's throwing a strop because his movie didn't make any money <laughs> and then you're already going wow this is why no one's been to see it <laughs> yeah it's just because it, I've had so many shake ups it's hard to it's hard to reorganise once you've had like so many shake ups I think and I think they're definitely going to go in a great way I love James Gunn but I think he's going to do a lot of good stuff but I know Shazam has had like apparently re- the second Shazam had an incredibly bad uh, opening weekend I said like, oh Probably because we know it's just going to be like a film, like yeah. a one and done film. Shazam probably ain't coming back. I know there's a Easter egg, I haven't seen it, but I know there's an Easter egg at the end, which apparently he gets recruited into the Justice Society by like Wonder Woman or some shit. Um, and it's like, oh, this is anything going to happen around? It's like Deathstroke at the end of Justice League. It's like, no one saw shit about Deathstroke after, after Justice League. Yeah. That movie came out 2017. Right? So, yeah, it's a little bit sad because I love Zachary Levi. Like, I, 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 um, I just did a lot of podcasts. I think he's a really, really cool dude. Yeah. And, um, uh, I'm, I, I, I yeah, Chuck's great. And he's like a very advocate uh, member of the person who's mental health a lot. And he's very, like, 
thought about it and he's done like a lot of work in that area, which I think is incredibly commendable. Uh, so I kind of want him to do well. And I, yeah, I'm going uh, to read his book pretty soon. But anyway, um, I wanted to, I actually really liked the first Shazam. Shazam, when it came out, was like, this is the best DC movie by far, by fucking a mile. <laughs> like, this is the best DC movie I've seen out of the new DC, like the new shared continuity bullshit thing. Um, for a while. And then, like, Joker came out. And I was like, oh, maybe that'd be better. But yeah, it's one of those things, like, it could, something might happen with Shazam in the future. Because uh, James comes like, oh, we have these Elseworld tales that can still be told. Maybe there'll be a third Aquaman. Maybe there'll be a third Shazam. Maybe I th- apparently Gal Gadot is still Wonder Woman in their DC in James Gunn's DC, but you know whatever. It's very, it's so much is up for speculation right now. It's kind of hard to tell, and we have been we have been trained to kind of think about these things as like episodic things that go forward. Other seasons like Avengers. Uh, First Iron Man's first Avengers, like season one, and then phase two is like a season, right? Uh, I think that's kind of, in a way, how a lot of people feel about it. So you just need to shake things up so much. Be like, oh, that doesn't matter. It doesn't mean they're doing, they're doing bad. It's just like they're not following the necessary formula that has been making money. And they're seeing the effects of that. Like, it's not really making money. But, you know, there's, there's still gems. Like, the, the last Batman film is my favorite Batman film. It is the most Batman to me in every way. And I think it's one of, it might have been my favorite film of last year. It wasn't last year, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely prefer the Batman to everything ever all at once. That might piss people off, but that's just me. Um, so yeah, I think it's gonna, sure, everyone likes to see Dwayne in Black Adam, but I don't really care. I'm, I'm not even sure I'm gonna watch it, to be honest. If it comes on Netflix, yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably not. I'm, I didn't see the first Shazam, so I'm not going to watch this this one either. But um, but I think also we kind of I think we've reached a point of dilution within mm. this um this kind of format where before it was oh we don't know who the Guardians of the Galaxy are and no one had a clue who they were apart from proper deep comic book fans and they went to see yeah. it. And this was amazing. But now we've almost reached a point where it's like um, the uh, we've realised that only the main carders are drawing any money again. So it's like Batman mm. or or the, like the Marvel guys that they've established over the last fifteen years. And then you throw Shazam out there again, who he did like he did pretty well at the box office. But then people have again they've almost started to wane a little bit because there's just so much of it. Yeah, there is. You can't yeah. you can't keep up when you think of it all together. It's literally impossible. Unless you dedicate your entire life pretty much to these superhero things, there's this constant bombardment. So mm. people have kind of just waned a bit and gone, Shazam, I don't really know anything about Shazam, fuck this. Like, yeah. I think, the, again, and this is on DC, not the genre, when it's more interesting what's going on outside of your movie mm. than your actual movies, you've yeah. got a massive problem. <laughs> yeah, there's more drama surrounding it than the actual, yeah, it, it, yeah, it is, it's, it's still always a problem. The mix of it doesn't need to be the characters. I think it needs to be the writing, though. Because also, all these movies, they're becoming Hallmark movies. They are mm. literally all the same story. Weird ancient people come here and tell the superhero that they're the one that needs to save everything. And then there's a CGI bad guy with a CGI army. And then they beat it. Then they beat it. And they throw some Easter eggs in every kind of 10, 15 minutes and promise that there's going to be a big team-up movie down the line. 
and then they're out. And then three yes. months later, the next one comes out, and there's a CGI undead army. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. But there's they're also like they're, that's rather a simplistic view in it because like some yes, I mean like Fall Love and Thunder kind of did follow that uh, routine. Shazam seems like it is. Wakanda Forever, no, no, I don't think like Shang Chi really followed that. Yeah, there are there are things. I don't know. He literally had an undead army. There's an undead army at the end, wasn't there? They had to fight there's something. There's an army. There's a big dragon thing. There's yeah. like a big. Yeah, yeah but then, then they, they had to stop the, the big undead things from coming out the big wall. They're not undead, they're just like demons. I, I know you mean. Oh, okay. like, sorry, sorry, man. I'm mixing up my shit. CGI things that oh, I forgot right, to right. say. This is yeah, always going to happen in the post fantasy, credits, right? They promised a big team-up movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, that's just kind of always where it's going to lead. Yeah, I but they, that, that's my point. Why does it have to? Do something different. It doesn't have to, but what, what would you want them to do different? Just tell what? some different... Mix up the formula, tell some different stories. It's yeah. all the same story when you break it down with just interesting um, characters papering over the fact that it is just the same thing. Shan Chi mm. and um, Shazam, was it Shazam being promised to be in the Justice League, Justice Society? So yeah. Shan Chi and Shazam had the same ending. Well, Shan Chi's like, ending was like uh, a character was looking at his beads, being like, oh, these are like yeah, so, yeah, near technology or something. Yeah, yeah, but it's always it's always gonna happen with fantasy because like I love fantasy and sci-fi obviously, but it's always gonna be when you have those genres, ninety-five percent of the time it's gonna end with like a big CGI thing at the end, a big CGI MacGuffin, big CGI monster, big CGI army. That's just how it's gonna be, and I get not being that interested in it because honestly. I'm less interested in one now, and I'm the nerdiest fucking person you'll ever know. So it is, it is hard, and I think it is very dilated now, because I didn't watch the last Ant-Man film. Ten years ago, I would have fucking been on... I would have my pants for a week about that shit. I would have been, they're introducing Kang the Conqueror? Oh, my God. Oh, oh, I would have been there the opening night. I would have bought two tickets for the next day, you know? Now I'm just like, I'm not even going to watch it. Because <laughs> yeah. like we've done it for they've already seen it 15 years but, we've done we've done it yeah we've done it for more than a decade now so it's like it's just not that special anymore yeah there was such a mistake i don't know why they put that guy in loki because then they wanted to put him centerpiece of the next one it's like well, we've literally watched him die on screen already i know they're gonna yeah. say well it wasn't really him it's the next guy but it's like yeah but i have already seen it <laughs> yeah. and i know he's not gonna win <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> so um they should um they should i think that's how they do it though they release a superhero movie put, they make like, it stop putting stereotypical stop. oscar films make no, it no, about no, steve um, rogers dying of cancer make the bad guy win can you yeah. imagine if marvel released a movie where they centered it around an entire hero that we've not seen yet and they actually lost and died in that one-off movie oh infinity war they that, but... yeah but it was a two-parter yeah, and then and then he lost immediately straight after. And yeah. also, yeah, but in Infinity War, they killed off Spider Man and then released a trailer for Spider Man's next movie. Like, yeah. Later. Yeah. <laughs> like a month later, it was like Spider Man No yeah. uh, Far From Home. Is that like, oh? So I and guess it never helps when, right. when they end all their movies with um. So and so will return. We're back. And Avengers will be back. Yeah. This is completely fucking pointless. Yeah, well. I agree. <laughs> they should definitely take more punches. Like, I, I, 
haven't seen New Ammo, but I know apparently Scott Lang, the, the whole crew survive, right? Spoilers, by the way. If you care about it, that might be no That's the other thing. No they should have killed Scott Lang because honestly, he's done his shit. I think he's, 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 this is his third movie. He's also a massive part of Avengers Endgame, the biggest movie of so, that's come so far, right? Yeah. Paul Rudd's the biggest star in the movie. Yeah, Paul Rudd's, Paul Rudd's like, he can keep, continue being a vampire boy somewhere else. So, you know, kill him off. Fuck it. Yeah. Have the Wasp Rudd's movie. Do some, pull some punches. I, I agree. Pull some punches. They, yeah. I mean, throw some punches, yeah. It doesn't have to be like a, but like in a Captain America, the next Captain America with um, Anthony Mackie. And Anthony yeah. Mackie is excellent. Yeah. But I will campaign that he should be killed in that movie. And I think that would reset everything. Because then it would actually be, it would be unexpected. Whereas yeah. the, whole, the whole point of the minute is, again, you just said, Ant-Man survives. We're, we have just, This whole movie is centered on apparently who's the next biggest, baddest person in the world. So yeah. for the second time in his two appearances, he is lost. Sure. So why the hell should I go see? Yeah, why is he like, <laughs> so threatening? Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's nuts. There's no mm. reason to care. I mean, that's kind of true for a lot of things. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. But it's um I think it's even truer in this case, and that's why they will never win an Oscar. And that's why the yeah. lady that was nominated from Wakanda Forever should not have won. She seemed pissed. Like I, I that's one of the clips I saw. She seemed quite pissed. Angela Bassett was like everyone else was like clapping for um uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and everyone, she was like, Oh yeah. fuck it. I was better than her. <laughs> yeah, it's because no one went to see your movie, Angela, so no one knew you were even in it. <laughs> she is fucking phenomenal in, in Wakanda Forever she is so good and so is uh, the anti-vax person that was the lead oh good well we should definitely reward that <laughs> that's the smartest thing in the world so um, yeah make your make your movies unexpected this goes for all movies I want more bad guys to win oh yeah 100%. let's level the playing field well, bad guys mm. always lose and that's why no one goes to see these movies anymore People, yeah, all right, but yeah, yeah, it is a thing like the hero's journey. Obviously, like the heroes, all doing people want in general, majority of the time, to hear the protagonist to, to get through the journey to learn some stuff and to come back victorious, right? But you know, kind of fun to just to spice things. It is fun to let the antagonist win, yeah, yeah, they don't always have to lose, so there you go, and that's why, um, everything everywhere all at once should not have won. And it should have been. I can't think of a movie where the bad guy wins. And that's probably why. Usual suspects. Well, I know it came out like 30 years ago, but it probably should have won the Oscar again. The menu should have won. I think the menu's a better film than everything ever was. The menu was excellent. Yeah. He pretty and much won in guy, that. The bad guy wins at the end. He did win. There we go. The menu should have won. The bad guy did win. Yeah. But did he? He just got what he wanted. He got what he wanted, right? Yeah, he won. Yeah. He got what he wanted, yeah. Yeah, and that girl got a burger. Hey, he really Nick Holt is fantastic in that movie. He's great. The guy from Skins, old Tony from Skins. He's, yeah, he's yeah. great. I think we should start Battle calling break. him the guy from the menu. Yeah, we should. Skins came out so the long ago. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done, Brendan Fred. We just shout on the Oscars, but I am happy for Brendan Fraser and Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm happy for Michelle Yeoh and Short Round. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You need to start calling him the guy from Everything Everywhere. Yeah, Waymond. I'm happy for Waymond. 
Well done, Waymond. Is that was that his actual name, or are you being racist? No, no. He's, uh, I've seen him on like interviews or, or read interviews with him. Like he calls the character Waymond. Is that w. his accent? Or are no, you no, racist? no, no. I saw a, I saw a written article, a written, oh, okay. written article where he calls the character Waymond. And so unless unless that in that article would be racist. I'm pretty sure his actual name is Wayman. Oh. Um, ben, to close out, um, let everyone know what what's their homework this week? What should they watch before next week? They should watch... Oh, yeah. I'll see if you haven't watched it already, the menu. I think you should watch... You know what? Let's watch some... Oh, I know. The Marvel... Have I talked about the Marvel's Miss Maisel before? No. Is it good? Yeah, it's great. It's about a woman trying to be a stand-up comedian in the 1950s or 60s. Uh, yeah. And it is fantastic. It is actually incredibly well-written. It is, so, it is feminist in all the best ways because it's not like men are fucking awful, but it's just like, you know, a woman trying to be, trying to follow her passion, trying to be, trying to fight against the, the bullshit power, the uh, empower, disempowerment that women had at that time, right? And it's just, it's just, it's just a fucking fun show. Like it's, it goes in directions you would never expect, and it's just, it's very, it's top tier shit. So, Marvelous Miss Maisel, check it out. It's amazing. Uh, I think the last season is coming out in like a month. Oh, good. Yeah, that's your homework. Yeah, do your homework next week because it's going to be key. You won't understand next week's episode unless you've watched every episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, so for certain. So we'll be back then. But for for now, head over to Rogue Opinions at Rogue underscore Opinion a few days after this episode drops. So when you're listening to it, um, we do have the Rogue Opinions Oscars coming out with uh, myself, Scott, and Carl uh, dishing out some awards. Very late to the party, mm. um, but better late than never. It's also better to throw a better party after a bad party. That's true. Yeah, very, very true. Uh, You can find me at Nathan Greenaway. Ben, where can people find you? 2100 on Instagram and Ben underscore EBRT on the Twitters. Yeah, and head over to at Ben Worrell on Twitter and let him know that his quotes are stupid. Yeah, and troll him as much as you can because that's what we've been doing this past week and it's been hilarious for us. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good fun. That's where all the fun is. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Over over there. That's your real homework. (laughs) We'll be back next week. Bye now.